Hey, one of the common misconceptions about investing is you have to be really, really smart about a lot of things. And that's actually not true at all. Uh, and let me preface what I'm going to go over with the following, right? I think for the vast majority of investors, you should have the bulk, the majority of the money that you're investing in a well-diversified portfolio spread out among enough stocks to where it's going to be really hard for all of them to go to zero outside of the United States of America getting blown away or something like that. Um, um, so start there, but I know a lot of folks still have stock portfolios, individual stock portfolios, uh, because they just, they just like to have it. And so uh, this is uh, going to be about how to find good stocks and the best way is to find things that you like to spend money on, right? So if you um, like certain brands or products and you, and you um, spend money with them, that's going to give you a, a, a lot better insight than blindly following some magazines, thoughts or ideas around them. And the other part is you're going to naturally and curiously um, learn about the company and it ends up being fun too. Let me, let me give you a very specific example, but before I go there too, um, outside of that, you want to also make sure that you, uh, you look at the finance financials, right? Because part of investing in the company is buying it at, at a good price. There's a lot of really, really good companies uh, that I know well that I'm not able to buy because the price is not right. And so you got to wait till the company is selling for an attractive price for you from an investment standpoint, but that's out of the context of this conversation. I want to talk about how to spot companies to begin doing your research, right? So let me give you my specific example. So I'm a huge comic book nerd. Uh, I grew up, you know, watching and reading Marvel and DC comics, you know, had the pajamas, the towels, used to wrap the towel around my neck so I could be Batman. Never, I was never a huge fan of uh, Superman, um, but you know, I had, lots of favorites on all of them because they had all the different shows. And I feel like when I was coming up, that's when comic books really, really, really went mainstream. And so I'm a huge fan, right? So that leads me to pay attention to what's going on in the industry. Um, I've seen what's happening in the movie theaters. I've watched almost all the Marvel comic book movies, the movie theaters. I've been very disappointed uh, with the DC comic books, uh, movie theater screens. Um, but I know that they have some, I know DC has some great uh, cartoon content um, I know the, the, the DC, um, you know, online streaming service has some really unique stories. And I know the stories are good. They're just not being told effectively in movie theaters. And so I, I began watching, you, know, uh, you combine that with, I began watching AT&T, right? Because AT&T um, stock price has, has just not been doing great. They pay a great dividend, but they're not innovating anywhere. Um, they are, you know, not dominant really, really in any place. Um, but I was watching them because AT&T basically owns the plumbing uh, of, of the internet. Um, and, you know, between them and Verizon, they own the plumbing, right? You know, they own, to, to access the internet, you're going through, you know, AT&T or Verizon. I mean, they're, they're the two big, also for cell service, um, they're two big ones uh, for that. And so you look at that and you go, okay, they're, they're selling for cheap and they own the pipe, or not they, AT&T was selling for cheap, and they own the piping, so they have uh, some protection 
uh, you combine that with all the net neutrality, net neutrality uh, behind the scenes stuff going on. You can Google that if you want to find that out. But that's that's good for the people that own the plumbing. And then you combine the fact that they um, were just, you know went through a deal to buy uh, Time Warner, um, who owns uh, Warner Media Studios, D who owns DC Comics, right? And so you, you go, okay, um, I actually am a fan of comic books. I could see that owning the value of owning the DC brand and all the content and, 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 and um, uh, toys and things you could sell through that. Um, so that was very interesting uh, to me, right? So they bought uh, a very valuable property, right? And for those of you who remember my conversation in a previous podcast about moats, right? I like to find companies that are at attractive prices with good credit that has a moat. Right, one of the most I look for is, is brand, right? Strong brand value, which DC uh, and a lot of Warner Brothers content has. Um, so they bought that. And then also you look at uh, the high switching costs. People typically don't switch internet providers or, <clears throat> or cell phone providers, right? And low cost, right? AT&T has a lot of, you know, lot, like they're so big, they have a big cost advantage. So I was like, hmm, AT&T has multiple moats. Uh, and the stock is, is selling at an attractive price. Um, and they bought some brand, um, you know, and with such a high dividend, it's almost a kind of um, really, really low risk bet to just buy the stock. If it doesn't move, I get paid the dividend. Uh, and if they do do something with that with that brand, I get some of the upside. And so I, you know, bought it for, for me and my clients, you know, again, I always disclose what we own. Um, but that gives you an example of the lens that I was looking through um, to buy AT&T. And it wasn't just, I didn't just buy it like that. Like part of, I mean, I'm oversimplifying my uh, research process, but I did a lot of research to make sure that my numbers were right, my math is right. I did a lot of reading up on everything they're doing, what they plan to do, right? And they also own HBO, which is huge because that's uh, the, 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 the big rival um, to Netflix for content and streaming services. So, um, <clears throat> Um, uh, but my point is, it gives you an example of um, things you can look through um, to make stock picking fun, right? Find things you like to spend money on, things you like to do that you're naturally going to read up on anyway and read up and then combine that with doing rigorous uh, research. And, and I call it look for reasons to not buy the stock, right? If it's something that you like, now you got to switch gears and say, all right, I know that I like this and I want to like it. So let me find the reasons why I should not buy the stock and then once you are like oh man i don't you know it's hard for me not to find this as a good deal you know and if you're doing your research right then that may be just something that that you want to own uh, this information is for educational purposes and is purposes and, and is not meant to be considered personal investment advice the information is not to be considered a solicitation for the pur purchase of specific securities investments or investment strategies investing involves risk no investment is guaranteed unless so stated. Individuals reviewing this presentation speak with a qualified investment professional or tax advisor before any information contained in this podcast episode. Y'all enjoy your day.